Hello everyone, welcome to, or welcome back if you've been here before, to Sit Still with Sierra. I'm your host, Sierra Lyons, and I started this podcast back in May, I think, um, in quarantine when I was just like, you know what, let's just do it. And I'm so excited that we've made it to 12 episodes, and I'm super excited for today's conversation, which kind of piggybacks off of what I talked about in episode 11. So if you missed that episode, make sure you go back. You can stream it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, directly through Anchor, and of course, make sure you check out our Instagram and Facebook page at Sit Still with Sierra, where all the links are in the bio. So I just want to formally say welcome and let's just dive right into this conversation because there are so many good things that I want to talk about and I don't want to waste any time. So like I said, this episode kind of piggybacks off of episode 11 and I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I will say that in episode 11 we talked about going through a season of growing pains when you feel like you aren't growing or where you feel like your life is kind of at a halt and I kind of talked about one of the points I made was that If you want to get to a certain place, you have to plan for that. You can't just magically wake up one day and have everything that you want if you aren't working towards it. So today I want to talk about the balance between being a planner and being spontaneous, which I think both are very good qualities. Um, I think that both have its pros and cons, which I'm going to go over. And I want to give you a couple tips and takeaways for how you can, you know, um, balance out the two when making decisions and when you're just going through different phases of your life because not every phase of life that you're in will require one set way. So for me, I am personally a natural planner. I wake up, when I can't sleep in the middle of the night, first thing I do is go to my notes app and I start making lists because that's just how my brain is. Once I wake up, I'm pretty much up and I'm probably not going back to sleep. I've come to this conclusion and I've accepted it. So I usually go to my notes app and I make plans for either what I want to do that day in order of most important to least important, what I want to cook, um, what I need to get done for the week, um, just random thoughts that come to mind. I even have a whole list that actually, um, where I write down all of my podcast ideas. So I actually add to that list sometimes when I can't sleep, but I'm a natural planner. I make lots of lists. And I like surprises, but not when it comes to more serious things. Like when it comes to school or when it comes to your career plans, I don't like surprises in those cases. Like a teacher saying, surprise, you have a pop quiz. Yeah, I don't like that. Or surprise, you're going to have an interview like right now in five minutes. I hope you are ready and prepared to sell yourself to this company. Yeah, no. I would like to plan for those things, but you know, if someone surprises me with tickets to a Stevie Wonder concert, and if you know me, you know how much I love Stevie Wonder, then I would definitely be spontaneous in that moment, take the offer and go. So that's just how I naturally am, but it's important that you know yourself, which is what this whole podcast is pretty much about, is learning to be more introspective, more intuitive, and being more self-aware. So if you know yourself, then you will probably know whether you are more of a person who likes spontaneity or someone who likes planning. So the first step in all of this is to observe the type of person that you are and be aware that there are pros and cons to both. So don't think that if you are a spontaneous person, that's bad. And don't think that if you are a planner, that's bad either. Um, Neither one of them are inherently bad. It's just you may have to, um, you know, work a little harder to figure out how to make your life a bit more fluid and make it flow better depending on what your personality type is. So planners, we all know what 
a planner is, but they're typically more organized. They're more type A. They're typically more goal oriented. Like I said, I like to make lists of things that I want and need to do. So typically they like to make goals, set goals for themselves, and maybe write down steps even to achieve that goal. Spontaneous people, they're more free-spirited. They're more of a risk taker. They're down to change up their plans on the day or um, change up their plans throughout the week. Go with the flow type. Again, neither one are inherently, like neither is inherently bad. It's just a matter of um, do you need to be more of a planner in a situation or more of a, more of a spontaneous person? So it will vary depending on who you are and what life situations bring, okay? So I'm gonna go over some pros and cons of being a planner because like I said, there are pros and cons to both and the more that you're aware of it, the better you can work on it. So the pros for being a planner that I personally um, just jotted down off the top of my head is they typically feel a sense of accomplishment because they make goals and they fall in. Typically planners like to follow through with their goals so that they can feel that sense of accomplishment. They also are probably considered to be very reliable to other people because they aren't going to change up on you at the last second. They aren't flaky. They follow through. And they are just very, they are constant because people know that they are going to want to plan and people can rely on that. Um, and school and work, they probably perform well and they don't procrastinate often because of how much they like to plan. Now there are some people and there are, there are some cases where you can be a big planner and still procrastinate. I'm not saying that planners cannot procrastinate because as much as I like to plan, I used to procrastinate a lot in high school and it's kind of like, well, I don't, I don't even wanna say a lot. Um, just sometimes I wasn't motivated if it was like math or science because it didn't interest me as much as like the more liberal arts and English type classes. But by the time I was in 11th grade, I definitely got in the swing of things and I didn't wait to the last minute all the time. Um, now that I'm in college, I definitely don't procrastinate. I really do like to do my assignments ahead of time. Um, like typically when the teacher assigns it, I like to go ahead and get it out of the way either the same day or the next day just because I don't like having a bunch of things like I, I call it like tabs open in my brain. I don't like to have a lot of tabs open. I like to be able to close them out. So I like to get things out of the way very quickly, but planners can still be procrastinators, okay? Some cons to being a planner is that sometimes you can miss out on moments, um, you know, if you're too focused on being rigid. So this is not, uh, you know, taking an aim at anybody, but sometimes you can miss out on moments if you are just thinking ahead all of the time and you're not really focusing on the present, and then sometimes you can miss out on fun opportunities or you can miss out on things that you might have actually wanted to do if you would have taken the time to slow down and maybe add it into your very rigid plans. Um, another thing that is a con to being a planner sometimes is that life happens. And I think 2020 is the biggest example of life happens. And you have to be okay with your plans being shifted out of your control. And that's easier said than done, obviously. A lot of things, a lot of trips and a lot of opportunities and just things I was looking forward to in general um, were put on hold um, for 2020. And I think that, you know, all of us are going through that in some way, maybe on a smaller scale, maybe on a bigger scale. And there's really nothing we can do except accept it because life happens and we are not ultimately in control of everything that happens because if we were i'm pretty sure we would have not you know allowed coronavirus to happen or anything else like that 
um, in the year of 2020. So just remember that life happens and that can be a con if you're a planner because you have to learn to be okay with the fact that things are sometimes out of your control. The last con for being a planner is sometimes you may allow yourself to become too stressed for making plans too tightly. And I know that kind of sounds counterintuitive because planning is supposed to alleviate stress, but honestly, it can add stress if you, again, don't allow yourself to be in the moment at times. And if you aren't open to the changes and the, you know, the different things that life may bring. So it can cause you to be stressed if you don't handle it properly. But I know for me, sometimes like I over plan or I like to plan things, but you have to consider other people as well. Not everyone has the same ideas and the same thought processes as you. So sometimes people may not be down for the plans that you have or they may tweak it. And you have to not allow yourself to get stressed out if things don't always go your way, okay? So here are some pros of being spontaneous. So taking risks are a part of life. And like I mentioned earlier, spontaneous people are typically risk takers. And sometimes life offers a lot of opportunities and a lot of instances where you have to take risks. So spontaneous people are sometimes better at making decisions and those risky type of situations. And they're probably more comfortable with taking risks because it's something more natural to them. They also probably handle stress much differently from how a planner does um, because they aren't afraid of going with the flow. So if things change, and 2020 is a very extreme case, not every change in life is going to be as extreme as the year 2020, but for the most part, spontaneous people, they, they're like, okay, let me just rearrange my plans, let me just change it up a bit, not a problem. Which is nice because again, that helps to alleviate some of the stress of, oh no, life isn't going the way I want it to. So that is actually a really good quality to have, is to be able to adapt to the changes that life brings and to just go with it um, and roll with the punches. So a couple of cons for spontaneous people is that times when you're forced to plan, such as projects for work or school, may be hard for you to figure out where to start. And again, these are all very situational examples. This doesn't mean that it's the case 100% of the time. But sometimes people who like to be spontaneous and live in the moment may find it difficult to get into a set routine, especially if it's a group project. Like if other people at your job are relying on you or people in a group project for school, it may be difficult for you to get into the mindset of, okay, I need to be a little more rigid with my time because it's going to affect other people. Again, this is a very situational thing. That doesn't mean that every single person who is spontaneous finds it difficult to get into set routines um, for certain situations like work or school, okay? Another con is that taking risks may sometimes lead to some moments of dissatisfaction. And that's because when you take a risk and when you are, you know, living your life, other people are involved, <clears throat> excuse me, other people are involved. So sometimes when you take a risk, you're actually taking a risk on another person and you have no way of knowing for certain 100% of the time if they're going to be reliable, if they're gonna be trustworthy, and if they're going to follow through. So sometimes you will end up being dissatisfied or disappointed or let down because that is obviously a component of taking risks, is that sometimes you may not end up with the outcome that you hoped for and you kind of have to rebuild from there. So those are a couple of pros and cons to being a planner and being spontaneous. Again, there is no, you know, um, there's no right way 100% of the time. 
Um, I actually want to give you a really good example of fi finding a balance between both because my job as a journalist when I interview people is actually to be a planner and to be spontaneous. So I actually, um, I'm a writer for a an online kind of digital kind of publication called Black Girl Nerds and I interview a lot of people for mostly TV shows and um, I've done some some interviews for music but mostly it's TV and film. And so the biggest thing that I learned in school as a journalist is that when you're interviewing people, you need to be an active listener. So going into the interview, of course, you want to have questions prepared that you want to ask the person and you want to, you know, do some homework, do some background um, research on them, maybe look at their social media because you don't want to go in not having any clue who the person is, having no clue what it is that you are wanting to talk about. That just shows that you are not prepared. Okay, so you do want to go in having questions, having background knowledge, all of those things. But as you're doing the interview, you have to remember that an interview is essentially a conversation. So you don't want to have a conversation where you're not listening and you don't want to have a conversation where they're not listening to you. So you may ask them a question um, and let me tell you a really, really crazy story to answer your question. Like it is a super action-packed filled story and it is just amazing. Now a good journalist will probably ask follow-up questions from that insane story that they just told because there will prob probably be things that you're wondering from that story they told. A, I'm not, I don't want to say a bad journalist, but a journalist who's not being an active listener will just go on to the next question they have prepared. So if you see what I'm getting at here, you have to be on your feet, you have to be listening, and you have to be ready to mix up um, your planning with spontaneity because sometimes you have to ask you have to throw in extra questions to get all the answers you want and you have to be spontaneous and you have to be willing to deviate from your plans in order to get a great interview. So being both is equally important and that's why neither one is bad because you do need both qualities and you do need both components. But obviously there are situations in life to where you may need to just be one for that period of time which is why I want to talk about three tips for balancing spontaneity. So we're going to get into that in just a second. Before I give you those tips, I want to take this chance to kind of pause the episode and let you guys know about Alpha Podcast rating system, which is actually very helpful to me as the podcaster to see how you guys are enjoying the episodes and just to get feedback from you guys. So if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, which looking at my analytics, a lot of you are using Apple Podcasts, then feel free to leave a rating, leave a comment, let me know how you guys are enjoying it. And another thing I want to plug is that I post bi-weekly, so the weeks in between, I'm actually very active on social media pages and I'm posting one minute recaps on the Saturdays in between each episode to give you kind of um, just a quick synopsis of what the episode was about from that previous week and to just kind of keep you and um, give you some content in between episodes. So make sure you check out my one minute recaps. I just started doing it with episode 11. There will be a one minute recap for episode 12 that will come out next Saturday. So if you're listening to this episode on the day that it premieres, look out for next Saturday because I will be posting the one minute recap. And yeah, so if you're already following the account, make sure you tell your friends to follow as well. Now, without further ado, let's get into my three tips for balancing spontaneity with planning. So the first tip that I have for you is just know that every situation is different and there's not one formula for every situation in life. So the example that I can think of is being spontaneous and taking a day trip, that's not a problem. So if you are, you know, say you have a day off from work and you get up and you decide 
out of the blue that you want to just take a day trip somewhere close by, maybe go shopping on some outlets or maybe go to the beach and you hit up a friend and you just wanna be spontaneous that day and go. That's not a problem. There is little risk to that. There's you know, not a very good chance that something will go wrong with those plans. Um, and it's just a normal, spontaneous thing to do. Not a problem. Now, being spontaneous when you are wanting to buy a new car is probably not the best idea. In this case, you will probably wanna plan out how you are going to save up the money for it, how you want to finance it, what monthly payments you want to make, what type of car you want, looking at the gas mileage, and considering all those things that go into buying a new car. So in that case, planning is probably the smart move in that instance. But just know that every situation is different and there's not one formula. So like I mentioned earlier, I'm a planner um, for the most part. I like to plan out things, I like to make lists. I don't like to be, you know, um, I don't like curveballs coming my way. But I know that in certain instances that it's okay to be spontaneous. It's okay to let loose a little bit and to not plan out everything um, A through Z. So just find what works for you and know that each situation in life is different, okay? Tip number two is be aware of the current circumstances of your life. So it's pretty much safe to say that if you are more free-spirited right now, um, no, sorry, is it safe for you to be more free-spirited right now? Or does your current state of you know, life and your quality require you to have more routine and planning? So this year obviously has been a bit difficult for a lot of people financially and just in other areas of their life with school and their career and things like that. So maybe the current circumstances that you're in, it may not be the smartest move to be as spontaneous right now. Um, you may not want to spontaneously go out and make a big purchase, especially, you know, in the beginning months when a lot of people were being furloughed, like March and April. Um, if you didn't know if you were going to have a job the next day, it probably wouldn't have been smart for you to go out and make a really big purchase that you may be later on regretting. So be aware of the current circumstances of your life. You need to evaluate your life. Um, and it's not just with money either, it's with other areas as well, like maybe a relationship or a friendship or... Um, just moving to a new place. You need to be aware of your current circumstances and really ask yourself, is this an area or is this a season of my life where I can be more spontaneous or do I need to be a bit less of a risk taker right now and plan things out, wait things out and see how things go, okay? And my third tip for you is to live in the moment but keep your future in mind, okay? So that is the perfect combination of spontaneity and planning. So don't get so stressed out thinking about your future that you can't enjoy the present. And also don't get so wild with the present that it may ruin things for you in the future. So basically it's just all about using wisdom and making decisions today that you will be proud of later on in life. Um, and later doesn't have to mean 10 years from now. Later can literally mean next week. So maybe being careful with partying or what you say or do on social media because as we all know that can have repercussions and you may in the moment you may be having fun and in the moment you may be enjoying yourself but in the future you may be paying for it and vice versa don't be so future oriented that you can't enjoy the the fun and the simple things that life has to offer in the present so i know that that might 
you know, throw some people out that are extreme planners, but that's what I have to tell myself sometimes um, because I can get very stressed out worrying about the future, which is actually something I'm going to talk about in a completely different episode. Um, the biggest thing that I've learned this year in 2020 and just my relationship with God in general, but that is something I'm going to touch on in a whole episode on its own. But I was the type of person who was so stressed out about my future, trying to control the outcome of it when really that's not even something I can ultimately control. Um, Of course, there are things that we have jurisdiction over, but we don't know what the future brings. So there's no point in stressing ourselves out to the point that we can't even enjoy the present moment that we're in. So that is a big tip that I definitely have um, utilized this year. And I encourage you, if you are a planner, Um, like an over planner to use that as well and conversely if you are extremely spontaneous just keep in mind that you want to you know you want to be proud of the decisions that you made in the present in the future so you want your future self to thank you and every single facet of that you want your future self to thank you for not being so stressed all the time and you want your future self to thank you for not being so crazy that you didn't even you know consider what the future had to bring. So those are my three tips for getting through and balancing out spontaneity and planning. Again, I don't think that either one is inherently bad. I think that both are great. Both have great pros and then both have cons as well that you might just want to be cautious of, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Again, make sure you check out my Instagram and Facebook page and give me a rating on Apple Podcasts if you use that streaming platform. If not, make sure you have me subscribed on Spotify so you can be notified when I post a new episode. And I am so looking forward to what the, you know, October, November, December are like my favorite months of the year just because of the holidays and all of the fun things that the months bring. So I can't wait for some great holiday um, episodes and I'm going to have two very special people on in the very near future. So you might want to stay looking out for that, but I will talk to you guys in another episode and don't forget about the one minute recap that will be coming out shortly. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.